Hey, welcome back to A Verse, A Comment, A Prayer, A Blessing. Today is December 15th, 2023. I ask you to forgive me for not being here since Monday. Uh, we have had just sickness kind of running through our whole household, and so I've uh, been a little bit tied up, but back today and um, uh, looking at Romans 8, verses 16 through 17. This is our verse for today. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in His sufferings, in order that we may also share in His glory. Now, just a few comments. Uh, As I prepare to transition to a new ministry role uh, in January with World Hope Ministries International, I've been finding myself doing a bit more study about the global church. Um, In my new role, I'll be working closely with uh, global church pastors around the world. And one of the things that I've noticed, um, not only in firsthand experience, but in just reading some of the literature, is that many in the global church are acutely aware of suffering. Uh, For many, suffering is a daily experience. And as you might imagine, or you might uh, might be aware It's often in the midst of suffering uh, that deep questions about God's goodness and power come to mind. Uh, Questions like, if God is good and powerful, why would he allow suffering into our lives? Now, some Christians in the West assume that suffering is never part of God's plan for Christians. These Christians have bought into a false understanding of God's promises. For if, if we consider this morning's passage we see that even as children adopted by God through the Holy Spirit, our share in the inheritance of His promises is not without suffering. In fact, suffering, according to verse 17, is a prerequisite to sharing in Christ's glories. But but what does that mean? Well, for starters, it, it doesn't mean that we should seek out suffering as if we have to have some sort of martyr complex. No, the idea of Our passage is not that we need to seek out suffering, but rather that those who follow Christ will inevitably suffer. In fact, those unwilling to suffer with and for Christ, uh, according to Scripture, are not worthy to be called followers of Christ. So it leads to the question of what then are these sufferings? Uh, I found uh, New Testament scholar Doug Moo, Douglas Moo's comments uh, on these sufferings helpful. He writes, The suffering Paul speaks of here refers to the daily anxieties, tensions, and persecutions that are the lot of those who follow the one who was reckoned with the transgressor. And that's quoting from Luke 22, 37. In other other words, I'll put it this way. The Christian's sufferings or suffering is what comes with following Christ faithfully. Let me say that again. The Christian's suffering is what comes with following Christ faithfully. But why is that important? It's important because suffering is often used as an example of why people should not trust God. Yet, if we take God's word seriously, we will find that we are not called to trust God just when things are good, but also when we perceive things to be bad. In fact, when we find ourselves suffering for the sake of following Christ, you know, when our 
friends or family members don't want to have anything to do with this because of our commitment to Jesus, or when our career aspirations get derailed on account of our allegiance to Christ, we should not view this as some sort of sign that God does not love or care for us. Rather, we should view such sufferings as part of what it means to be found in Christ, to belong to Christ. Now, if this sounds like bad news, don't miss the last section of our passage. While we might suffer with Christ for a moment, there is an eternal glory that we will inherit as the children of God. And that eternal glory will make the temporary sufferings seem like light and momentary afflictions when we, we, when we get to compare them in that last day. And so we are called to share in his sufferings. And to that end, I want to invite you to pray with me that God would give us perseverance and strength no matter what we encounter um, as followers of Christ. Would you pray with me? Father, uh, we thank you so much for the sufficiency and the clarity of your word, Lord, and how it prepares us and equips us for every good deed, Lord, and every challenge that we will face in this life as followers of Christ. Father, I pray that the sufferings that we encounter, some more than others, Lord, especially in the global church, Lord, I pray that they would not derail our faithfulness to Jesus, but that we would persevere holding on to the promise of Romans 8, Lord, 16 and 17, that those that will suffer with Christ Lord, will reign with him in glory. Lord, grant us to see that while our sufferings are real and they are not to be made light of, Lord, they are temporary. Lord, the sadness and the heaviness that we carry at times Lord, they are temporary for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. And so, Lord, help us to look forward to the glory that is ours, that is promised to us as we put our hope in Jesus. Lord, let your Holy Spirit not only bear witness to us that we are your children, but also just keep within us an awareness that we belong to you and that our sufferings are no sign of your lack of love or concern for us, Lord, but that you are refining us as we follow Jesus, making us more conformed to his image. Lord, we hold on to the promise of your word, which follows later on in this chapter, Lord, that you are working all things together for the good of those that love you and are called according to your promise. Lord, those that love Christ and are called according to his purpose. Lord, that is a promise that only Christians can hold on to. That is not a promise to the unbeliever. That is a promise to the believer that all things are working together for their good and those that love you and are called according to your purpose. Lord, help us to see that, Lord, and, and to trust and believe and, and hold on and be faithful. Lord, as your spirit works within us to preserve us as we follow Christ. Uh, Lord, use this to strengthen us. We ask this in Christ's holy name. Amen. Now, a benediction that's appropriate in light of this passage it comes from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 10 through 11. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. 
Amen. Be blessed, and I hope you have a great day today. Look forward to you joining me next week.